2: First time in a long time, but back like I him. never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't ahead. read ahead. Watch we burn down, down everything BDE
3: on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next.
2: Hello. Hello, hello, hello.
3: Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you found us, and
2: of course twitch.tv slash hello twitch twitch room guys the boat is here and we're putting you on notice <laughs> the
3: boat meaning the best best
2: of all time
3: that's right the best of all time we'll, we'll talk about the best of all time we're the best of all time when it comes to covering nxt on tuesday nights that's we are it. indeed. That's yeah. it. Uh, yes, at up next podcast on Twitter and of course the Facebook group and page and all that stuff uh, for all the stuff. But welcome to the show. How are you doing, my my boat? Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yourself? I'm good. It's a nice. Uh, it, it's pretty much the summer is one day here, the next it's not, and then the next it's summer here in Toronto. But the Blue Jays are here now, so the city they is are. just the, the city is just like back to normal chaos numbers going back up and people are just living their life
2: <laughs> but go jays I mean, go you, you, you got to at some point <laughs> yeah like for yeah. fuck's sake like yeah uh yeah uh, i've i've come away i'm going back in two weeks we're not doing closing down anymore had enough of it just going back to normal it's gonna be summer it's gonna be nice we're gonna have fun that's and it that's it no, I'm more, ready. M- no more mention of the c word it doesn't exist anymore
3: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah sure uh yeah it's it, it was nice um it's been good uh even though you're I'm, I'm i miss you so we i'm i'm excited for you to come back so we can get up to some shenanigans and watch botchamanias together i know uh, is there a new one yet there was the wrestlemania one.
2: Oh, is that out now okay yeah, okay so I'll, I'll be it watching covers, that. yeah i some good to st- that tonight <laughs> yeah um yeah, uh, I always I, I always need something, even though it's late here. I always need to throw something off on to go to sleep, too. And when I knew Botchamania is out, I'm like, oh, I'll put that on and I put it on and then I fall asleep. And then I wake up and it's doing the <laughs> thing at the end, you know, when it's doing oh, like yeah, the little yeah. ones and it's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? It scares um, you. But no. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'll look forward to that one. That should be good. I imagine lots of giant hand. In Lots it? of giant...
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't even remember now. I should probably just watch it again. Yeah. I probably watched it late at night,
2: to be honest. Mm. <laughs> we, we always tend to. But yeah, I love those. Uh, so there's a new one of that, and I, I definitely love it. I think it. It's, it's better to watch when you're slightly delirious, because it just makes everything funnier. Like, watching Botchamania at, like, 3 in the afternoon just doesn't have the same appeal as, like, 4 in the morning.
3: Yeah, yeah. Watching Botchamania Stoned is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it makes it funny even the I laugh at the video game references I don't know
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah. I' just
3: like yeah that's great it's good stuff Final Fantasy did lose steam before seven um yeah uh I felt like we, we were wrestled out but I mean we have a podcast and we do so many others that it's never I'm we're never not watching uh some wrestling because we do a show called was next and this week we recorded one today that's gonna come out this weekend uh, covering the august 21st two 2000- thousand. 13 episode of wwe nxt featuring the famous two out of three falls Sami Zayn and cesaro uh, that's that's a podcast that's coming out this week on the patreon and we recorded that like i said today and it was pretty fun to watch that match back uh what almost 10
2: years ago nine years ago nine years ago yeah it'll be nine yeah. years in august uh but yeah crazy match but also um bailey versus aj lee which Somewhat represents a little feud we'll be talking about today on on 2.0, which... Uh, and,
3: and you can't forget about Dolph Ziggler versus Alexander Rusev.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Baron Corbin <laughs> versus CJ Parker. It, it's yeah, all, not all, Pamela all Pamela. happening this week on, on Was Next.
3: Yeah, Was Next is a fun show. Looking back uh, every time we do one, we look back at some old NXT. Uh, and then we have a new show coming out this week as well. Uh, tomorrow, April 13th. 2022 is the 25th anniversary of ECW Barely Legal 1997, and well, I thought it would be fun to take a look at that—the first ever ECW pay-per-view—and uh, we're going to be doing that show tomorrow. So I'll probably put it up sometime during the day uh, for the patrons there. But yeah, I can't wait to talk all about that because there's some 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 just ridiculous stuff on that show ECW, including oh, so- crowd chants.
2: <laughs> some real hidden gems on there and some real, uh, I had to take a, I had to take a break. You said earlier, uh, do you think we could record this show today? And I was like, I'll try my best. I was watching. And then there was a certain match where I was like, Braden, I'm going to, I'm going to have to watch this in two parts. I think it was Pitbull number <laughs> two it was versus a struggle. Franchise. It was absolutely pit number two versus yeah. franchise, which seemed to go on forever. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that would be a lot of fun to talk about. And, um, shout out to Knocked Out Films in the in the Twitch chat right now who says that the Scott Hall episode was a ton of fun. And yes, you can listen to our best match ever, Scott Hall, uh, which is also available on the Patreon. We released that last week. Yeah, so all these different shows. I'm super
3: excited to do the ECW one talking about some Terry Funk and that crazy six man Japanese tag team match with all those dudes in it is awesome it still holds up i I haven't watched the show in a long time but i had the dvd so i i was stoked to to do this review but yeah the scott hall show was also a ton of fun to do and i hope you guys enjoyed it thank you so much um and then i felt like what else did we we did something else this week last week i don't know we do a lot of damn. we did our
2: wrestlemania roundup We did a WrestleMania roundup. uh, Everything we saw over that weekend.
3: Yeah. I mean, we have so many podcasts up there. Go give us a shot. Patreon.com slash up next. It's only five bucks and you get access to all these shows. We want to know what you think. We do a lot of uh, wrestling talk and movie talk and so much talk. But yeah, go give us a shot. Do you hear about uh, Johnny Gargano saying that, you know, hey, GCW would be pretty cool if I wanted to face Blake Christian? Oh, really? Interesting. That could... uh, that can happen
2: yeah definitely from uh from interviews i've heard with him um and just things he said he seems to just want to kind of maybe not tie himself down anywhere yet and just get those matches so uh, yeah gcw blake christian match sounds good i mean they were in the same company at the same time yeah they were on the same show at the same time yeah. they could have made it happen um but yeah i i'm looking forward to seeing johnny again whenever that will be because I, I feel it's good for him take a a bit of a break he he kind of said that he he planned to have a break from nxt for quite a while even before this whole 2.0 thing he was considering it with this contract because he's saying about like um you know feeling fresh in wrestling and sometimes um distance makes the uh, heart grow fonder and all that so i absence, think that's yeah. good i think there's a absence that's the word absence uh, distance distance as well and yeah absence. Yeah, yeah yeah um but uh <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's good for uh, good for him taking a little break and being a dad, uh, daddy wrestling, and and then come back when when the industry needs another spike. I feel there's so much going on right now. Yeah, he's
3: been doing uh, some media rounds and he kind of mentioned like there's AEW, New Japan, and these places. But he says you know when the time's right, he'll he'll pick his his spot. I could see him coming back to WWE if Champa now on the main roster like hey you know if you see you know they they promise guys like Kevin Owens and uh Sami Zayn some some pretty big spots like you know lo- loyal to the company like i could see him returning uh as well but uh yeah i thought that was interesting cuz we've covered him a lot and we miss chatting about some johnny wrestling i just like seeing seeing him wrestle that's what he's what he does so he's good at and i haven't seen him do it in a while but i i know when he comes back he'll be uh, better than ever uh, i'm trying to think of some other things that uh we, we have
2: to talk about but i can't well, think of what they uh, are evan in the chat has asked um if i plan on going to the uk stadium show oh this has been in this has been in the rumor mill for a long long time but it's been confirmed today that um at the uh stadium in cardiff i, I know it's the stadium of light i can't remember the new name of it i can't like, understand what that new name is no <laughs> um principal, principal state like I don't know, Stadium of Light in Cardiff, September third. Nice. Uh, WWE are holding uh, the first big stadium show in the UK for 30 years. Um, that is actually on my birthday. Yeah, and I believe it will be um, pro- most likely be All Out that evening as well. So I don't know. I probably I've just been here three months. Uh, I probably won't be coming back anytime soon. Um, but maybe uh, could. Uh, do a little trip to wherever All Out's going to be again, maybe Chicago, and could try and hopefully find a bar to maybe show the stadium show during the day. It would be a good, good pre-game thing. Hey, that world, would be awesome. Watch a stadium show during the day, it's get it up idea. and then go off to... To watch uh, all out, hopefully not at the Sears Center. Hopefully at the United Center. I think it's at. Chicago. It's, it's got to be at the United Center. Yeah, they've got to. I, I don't want to go to Hoffman Estates again. Honestly, if it's at Hoffman Estates, I ain't going to all out.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, we'll definitely get into some AEW stuff because I'm super stoked for. Dynamite tomorrow night. Suzuki versus Samoa Joe. Do it right now and uh, inject it in my veins. I'm excited, but also Punk versus Penta. We will chat all about that on BD Elite. It's on this very free feed and we go live on Twitch and all that stuff, but go listen to that show tomorrow and we talk all about some AEW and I can't wait to talk about it. But yeah, the, 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 the UK show. I mean, Davey, we had a promise when we, when we first became friends and first got into Up Next, we said that if one day the WWE does a WrestleMania in a UK stadium. We have to go, mm. and unfortunately, this isn't a WrestleMania, so we don't have to go.
2: No, I mean I, things uh, card subject to change. I might find myself over there. I have been corrected as well. It's Stadium of Light. is Sunderland's. It's the Millennium Stadium. I'm thinking of before the Millennium shouts, Stadium for everyone shouts at me on on Twitter again. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It feels. Uh, they don't really. I mean, who would the Book what it. would it be? Drew, Drew would Brock would be Drew Roman. Drew, Bro- Drew Roman, I would think probably would be the big match. Walter versus uh, someone. I imagine Finn would probably have a big match. Oh, but
3: Finn Walter.
2: We never got that. We never got yeah. that properly. They
3: we COVID took that away from us. So I mean, you could do that. that uh, could be
2: big. But <coughs> I mean, you've you've got rid of all of your Welsh talent. It's much, okay. Like it's
3: me. okay. It's okay. We have new tag champs that are British. So it's mm. we're good. We're set. We're gonna be fine by September. I mean, uh what? We're all these NXT UK guys. They have stuff to do on this show for sure. You gotta have. You gotta have the UK title defended on this show. Yeah. So what, Ilya. Or yeah. Is this? Is September? this? Yeah. It, they're gonna obviously air this as a show, but is it gonna be more like the the one in Australia, or is it gonna be more of like a? Yeah.
2: That's that's what I'm wondering. I mean. It's more of a sociable time, I would think, than the Australian one, wouldn't it be? I'm trying to work it out. It would just be a Saturday afternoon in the states, right. so hmm. I, I feel they've gone away. We've seen with the Saudi shows, they've gone away with them being kind of televised house shows. But um, it would be good to get some of these like NXT UK matches or something on there. All right, uh, in it. a stadium, would yeah. be awesome.
3: All right, fantasy booking it. Would you say Drew versus either Brock or Roman in the main event? Mustache Mountain versus the the Usos in some way, shape, or form. That could be awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the British talent they got. Uh, Br- Mustache Mountain are still there, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel they might be phasing them out. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think what um, else you guys got. F-
3: Flash Morgan Webster and uh, the other guy. Those Those guys are all right. Yeah,
2: he just tweeted out saying he should be fit by September. So I think – what is it? Him and Mark Andrews? I mean that they'd have to do something. Oh, we're forgetting right? about they're, yeah. We're forgetting the two about Welsh guys. Like
3: yeah, true. Yeah, we're forgetting about Butch.
2: Butch, yeah. Of course, Butch. Oh man, that's got to suck so bad. You've come but out to the like. They yeah. knew they were doing this, but like, why would you get rid of someone like Tegan Knox? You know, like true. Yeah, a good Welsh women's wrestler. You're doing a big stadium show in Wales. I mean, they put the bloody. WWE championship on Jinder just because they were going to India and then you're getting rid of all your Welsh talents. Okay, wait.
3: Odd. Have we done have we done Dragonov Walter 3? Nope. So I mean you could do that Gunther Dragonov 1 could be the 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 match there.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big stadium. It's whether they feel even this side of the pond whether that would be enough. Like I, I see it more likely to be just a WWE standard show than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than putting like I don't, like people have seen Dragon off, uh, Walter many times in the UK. Like I, yes. I don't know if you're going to sell seventy thousand tickets to see it as much no, as no. like the wrestling fans in us would be like, yeah, that'd be I, great. I
3: think you would sprinkle. I think they would try to sprinkle some of the that's what I in,
2: yeah. Because I, I think do a Drew Roman main event and then and then scatter some of these like more british friendly matches cuz right? the
3: one the one thing i did like about that melbourne melbourne one with that whole the i thought the card was kind of weak but, but it was cool that it was in this giant stadium they finally getting a show over there and i thought the best part of that show was buddy murphy being the like main mm-hmm. australian featured on the show winning the title there like felt like such a a great big moment deal. that they never really capitalized on. But I feel like you could do the same thing with some of the UK talent, whether you put a, a title on Drew I, or whatever. But
2: the, the thing is, honestly, I don't know how much the Brits care. Like it's Australia, WWE don't go there a lot. Like it's a long way away. It's, they don't have these big stadium shows. Uh, whereas the UK, sure, we haven't had a stadium show for a long time. But Brits who are into wrestling, go and see wrestling every weekend. They Yeah, yeah. A, fly, a flight to the States isn't too difficult if you want to go to a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania. And, like, I can't say, I from Brits I speak to, how excited they are about a Drew McIntyre. I wouldn't say... I, I'd say there are Drew McIntyre fans and there are people that are, like, indifferent about him. I, I don't think you'd have that same kind of Davey boy Brett effect over here as you used to Mm -hmm. because I think people just see them all like oh yeah there's some Brits in this company but I don't know the hometown thing isn't as strong over here as I think maybe people stateside think it is
3: yeah, I mean, I, th- I still think you should put, put on a good show. You're going to put this as a pay per view or premium live event or whatever they call it. Like, make it, make it good. If you have the opportunity to make it stand out in something special, then do it. Like, that's even, like I said, sprinkling in one or two yeah. matches that are different people, NXT UK stuff. Like, the crowd, I think, will, will still bite it. Especially, all you got to say is, Hey, these people are from the UK. These people are from, like, it's easy, and of course, sprinkle in your your big stars, your Charlottes or your Beckys
2: or your Biancas, all that. But like,
3: sprinkle in. I think it would uh, be. A nice I think it'll
2: sell well because also it's not just the UK, but like it's it's a lot easier for people in the rest of Europe to come to. Yeah. So you're going to get a lot of your like your Germans, your French, your Italians. Yeah, et cetera, that's cool. et cetera Coming over as well. Hell yeah! Because it's only a short fight.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess we got to wait uh, for another WrestleMania in the six. Until they come mm. back, or or a pay per view. I wish All Out was in Toronto. They should have been. Do- they should be doing a show here soon. I think there's a I lot just, of in- indie shows popping up, but I just I'm, I don't know. There wasn't anything that's there's there's some coming up in the future, but still, I, Toronto's. We don't have anything yet. We had hey, a support,
2: support local Braden's. Hey, support I do. Local. I do definitely do. Yeah.
3: Definitely do. Definitely will be going to some. But yeah. Um, I was also looking at what, Twitter before we were recording, and I uh, saw the, the the darnedest thing. It was a Twitter exchange between Braun Strowman, aka mm. Adam sure Sheer, yeah,
2: and Buff Bagwell. Did you see this interaction? I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Good. Buff is just stealing twenty twenty two social media, isn't he's, he? He's the stuff. If we had that award, he's won it already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he's
3: showing that he does in fact have the stuff and in something i never thought i'd see is that buff bagwell has ethered the titan Braun Strowman, lawn stroman as we call him on this show i uh, can't wait ha- have you watched any control your
2: narrative uh no i have uh, not uh, have you we'll,
3: we'll watch them when you're back yeah uh,
2: i think i'm good <laughs> still gotta watch morbius remember i'll
3: put that on first uh i i heard a rumor that he was method acting for that movie did you hear all the people going off about how method acting's bad i know you're an actor but
2: uh i mean method acting is uh, i mean this is a whole other conversation yeah sorry but no it, 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 it dep- i mean he did he did weird shit for the suicide squad i think you've got to uh, it can be quite self-indulgent and selfish. It, at the end of the day, it's whatever gets the best performance. As long as the audience are feeling something, that's all that matters. But you've got to be respectful to your other castmates. I know uh, there were talks of during the Suicide Squad as the Joker, like he was sending like condoms to people and dead animals and shit like that. And it's, hey, you know, some people just learn the lines, put on a voice, and can, like, make the audience feel exactly the same way as if you were living in a box for the last month to play a homeless person or whatever, you know? Like, that's the extremes people go to, but um, you can't be fucking up, like, other people's process to, like, try and get your process over. Do you think there's, um, a, there's method acting in wrestling? <laughs> I mean... Maybe yeah, there needs to it, be. <laughs> it's called strong style. It's yeah. just when they decide to... <laughs> to fucking punch each other in the head instead of like faking it, you know? Like
3: yeah. Or is that the going back to braun strowman Is that what's called the st- getting Strowmaned <laughs> when you when you hit someone and they go no 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 <laughs> then they brock him and beat him up. Yeah, there's there's maybe there should be more method acting in in pro wrestling, but no. uh
2: I do, I don't think people would last <laughs> too long. I don't think people would last too long. Yeah. Uh
3: and then, like, quickly before NXT, I swear, I-, I saw that there was just a lot of bad news today, and I don't want to bring the show down, but the whole stuff that was going on in New York, and uh, some people, I'm not sure if pe- some people passed away or um, got injured in this subway attack in Brooklyn, so uh, definitely sending the love to, to New York, uh, I think this was earlier today, and then I read that Gilbert Godfrey died, so oh, rest okay. in peace to him, uh, and then... Uh, our friend of the show we got to give our love and support we got to send love to mr dickie bird who absolutely he he basically was he he put out a message on and on our on twitter and stuff he's basically been like a, a fourth member of the bde because he's been doing so much work for us whether it's like our twitch streams or even sometimes helping on the podcast and then the visuals and the graphics and the audio he's made us look like complete superstars so he is a friend of the show but dickie bird we love you uh Get well soon, everyone. Go check out his Twitter and stuff. But I wasn't sure if he was wearing salmon-colored shorts when he was tweeting that uh, <laughs> retirement uh, tweet there. But yeah, all the love to, to DB. Yeah, so there yeah. I, brought, I brought the show down today. But we got, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and then the other thing is uh, the whole Nash Carter. I don't know hmm. if we've gotten to mention that.
2: Yeah, we talked about it. It was kind of all happening as we were recording last week, and uh, just a lot of things on on Twitter with with uh, allegations from Kimberly and photos coming up of him, uh, kind of dressed as Hitler. Uh, I believe Meltzer confirmed that it was the the photo that kind of uh, got him fired uh, from WWE, um, but therefore the the tag titles being vacated. No kind of mention of like there was no sort of uh, story on NXT. It was just like, hey, these titles are vacated and we relinquished didn't like a Gauntlet was the yeah. word. Yeah, um, so not really much attention uh, drawn to it on NXT, which I don't, I don't think, surprising. We've we've had it a couple of times with like when Enzo got released and Rich Swan got released when they were champions. They kind of. Um, don't really bring it up. If you, if you know, you can find out why online, I guess, but, um, yeah, just a real kind of messy situation.
3: Yeah. Like I, again, I, I, uh, we do a podcast, we use all the social medias and we use all the, the Twitter and the online wrestling, internet wrestling community and stuff. And I know sometimes it seems like the, the whole online community can kind of be the, the people's court in a way and just kind of reading into tweets and and it's a he said, she said thing. And then that picture came up and it definitely, it definitely, you, you kind of don't want to pick sides and, and stuff like that, especially with s- such serious allegations. And I know that the picture would seem to be the actual deal breaker. And I'm in like no way whatsoever defending what he, he did in the picture, but the picture looks like it, he had to be like, 18 or 19 years old and this is probably from like five six years ago still not not saying it's right but i i you know i i will say that a lot of people i myself have never shaved a hitler mustache but i mean i know that people when they're 18 still haven't fully grown up and 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 kind of gone out into the world yet i know that's like i'm not defending him at all but i do kind of think if that's the straw that broke the camel's back it does seem a little odd so maybe that there is some sort of legitimacy to uh some of these uh allegations is what i that's just the picture alone seems like it would be. i mean it's
2: it's a difficult one like i okay i i don't know the guy i don't think he's a a Nazi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just a, it did look like it was from a few years ago. It looks like it was a private photo and something. Someone was like, I've, I've sent you not, I wouldn't say I've sent a Nazi, like a Hitler mustache, no. but I've had been having a shave before. And I've sent like photo to someone like being daft, like handlebar mustache. The or Jeff Hardy like that. facial hair. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. This is different. Um, it, ugh, who knows what goes through WWE's head? There's allegations with some people who are still there, others where they're released immediately. Um, this comes from a company who just what a month ago licensed an actual, like trademarked a name of an actual Nazi. Wow, didn't, he, in, didn't even remember that like, that was a thing. Yeah, Gunther. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. There's I think it, there's a lot going on. Obviously, we're no detectives we don't no. have no facts or anything like that but um it is something i'm sure we'll possibly hear more about it over over time but just yeah interesting that they just made the i'm surprised that they put the titles on them in the first place well, wouldn't you just think because the allegations were out here before sand and deliver like I, I would just feel if there's this kind of noise going round just put the titles on anyone else in that three way You know, and then to have them on TV last Tuesday as well, and to book a match, it seems just have it lie low for a week, you know, like put the titles on someone else, have them off TV, and figure out what the fuck's going on. It's, yeah, it all feels very strange.
3: It felt it felt it felt very strange. Again, it's like they're not obviously going to shed kind of light on this awful situation. And again, I'm not. I, I hope I'm not sounding like I'm. I'm kind of like again. I'm not defending that kind of behavior. Someone in the Twitch chat saying that you know, if you had that picture in a different job, you'd probably get fired from that job. Like, yeah, probably. But if the picture is from like five years ago, I am viewing this as like. It seems to me like someone had he had sent this to as a joke a long a long long time ago that now had that loaded for when they wanted to.
2: Somebody trust a private picture. That's what I'm saying. You know? So it's, I'm
3: just, I'm just I'm trying to like, bring I, yeah I'm trying to bring I up know. this discussion here because it's like that's just like it's it seems a little seems a little. Weird to me, so again i'm not saying like oh i, mm. I think he's he's writer or she's writer or who's right because we don't know, but it just to me i it that's what it seems like to me like someone definitely was waiting in the right moment to to kind of use this against him and hey yeah it's it's pretty bad, mm. but I mean, i don't know how old he was, I think he was pretty young in the picture, but still just saying it's still bad
2: i mean he, he seems young now as well yeah he seems like he, like he that. looks really young, like yeah, wonder what's with uh, Wesley what's gonna happen with him moving forwards
3: yeah I mean hey he's a, he's a great talent as well i I think both guys are and they definitely had their weird run of you know being up and down in NXT but uh, I do like I I do think he will land on his feet and still continue and, and be a star uh, in whatever he does uh, the the question I guess is up in the air for 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 Nash Carter he's kind of been. Uh, radio silent, and I guess that's probably I guess the s- smart thing to do. But yeah, mm. uh, just again, being a wrestling fan kind of comes with uh, weird things that we have to kind of go. Oh, that's that sucks. That's, I'd say I'd rather talk about Buff Bagwell fucking ray showing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strowman again. Damn, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we just love talking about uncomfortable things. But sometimes you got to do it.
2: Uh, so yeah, I mean they're all. <laughs> There is always control your narrative, I guess, for all these performers, aren't there? Oh, no. Oh, uh, I mean, I
3: feel like once you go there, you're admitting that you did something like <laughs> terribly wrong, including going to this promotion. Like, yeah, just uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous, I guess. Uh, well, should we talk about some, some NXT, good sir?
2: Well, let's do it. NXT from April the 12th, 2022 at the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando. And we open right away. Uh both Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa in the ring. We're going right to kind of the uh the championship announcement. We're going straight to the match. I I do love when we just start right away in the ring, uh just kicking off right away with the match. And this is for the North American Championship. Sokoa goes for the Samoan drop immediately, but Grimes manages to slip out. Grimes kind continuing from last week. Booze scattered throughout this match um a lot of people were for sokoa uh here and kind of seemed a bit over cameron grimes which is interesting because we mentioned last week how how sort of odd the crowd seemed there's roll-up attempts early from both guys there's quite a few like standoffs at the beginning where they they both be going at it matching each other move for move and then having like a a moment and kind of nodding at each other in a, a bit of a sign of respect Grimes locks in an arm lock on Sokoa for a while, but Sokoa breaks free and plants Grimes with a shoulder block. And then they shake hands, showing a bit of respect. And Grimes says, I respect you, but your bloodline can kiss my grits. Oh,
3: he says oh. ass. I wrote down grits too, but he said ass. He was Did like, he say ass? He said, oh. you know. Fuck, fuck your bloodline, which is an interesting storyline considering, what, the, the whole bloodline? They're going for all the titles, all the gold, all the power?
2: Yeah, they're unifying them all, yeah. So,
3: I mean, like, this could be Sokoa helping them out, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's then a PK to the chest on the outside from Grimes, followed by the swan dive. After the break, Sokoa misses his running Uso hip attack in the corner and gets hit with a Rana. There's then a nice-looking German suplex with a bridge from Grimes for a two-count. Sukoa then lands the running hip attack in the corner for a two count. Grimes catches him with the collision course for a two. Grimes then goes to the cave-in but gets caught mid-air with a Samoan drop for a great near fall. Sukoa then climbs up to the top rope for the Uso splash but Grimes runs up and starts trying to knock him off but Grimes gets kicked off the turnbuckle and knocks into the ref on his way down and as the ref is kind of getting himself together. Trick Williams runs out and grabs Sokoa's ankle. So Sokoa knocks him off and then hits him with a splash to the floor. But when Sokoa rolls into the ring, he gets met with the cave-in by Grimes. And still, Grimes retains the North American Championship. Um, after the match, there's a bit of a beatdown. Uh, Mello and Trick run back in and beat up on Grimes. Uh Sokoa tries to take them out but gets hit with a chop block and Mello kind of stands tall at the end over both Grimes and Sokoa.
3: Yeah, I mean the, the match itself was alright. It had some some good back and forth. Uh, it didn't kind of get into like the next gear that maybe I think both guys probably could deliver. I think every time we see solo Sokoba he keeps getting better and better. Um, but I think there was a bit a bigger, a better match. Uh, in here between them, I guess the, the main story is continuing with Hayes and Grimes. That's the main focus. But it, it still left Solo looking strong with the whole finish there. But uh, afterwards, it, it shows that we're going Grimes and Hayes. But I think I said a while ago that Hayes is going to need a different move because you always need – the heels always need the move you hit the guy with right away like when you're face-to-face. Mm. And he his finish is off the top rope. So – here he does the, the, like, springboard clothesline. Springboard clothesline yeah. And it's not quite the, like, yeah, I messed you up bad. Cause it's just, it's just a springboard clothesline. So I think he yeah. should, he should figure out maybe a, a move. He does that suplex into the cutter, which looks pretty cool. But like, if Trick is there as well, like, f- think of a, a maybe a, a more, a better beatdown. But he has, uh, like, either he was, felt- he was mouthing it like, I'm, I'm coming for you. And then he's such, he's since tweeted saying, like, next time there's going to be blood or something like that. But, yeah.
2: I mean, I feel he does the kind of guillotine leg drop off the top. He could do... He could just do like, it the Booker T scissor kick, you know? Especially yeah. if you've got Trick coming in with the chop block. Do the chop block into the scissor kick. There you block. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought after the break, this match really picked up. Um, Sukoa is really promising. He's still... Uh, I think each match, he's looking a little uh, bit better and better. There's... Still a bit of kind of the in-between the moves where he's figuring out, like, what to do. And that's why I think it's good for him to be in the ring against more of a veteran like Grimes. Uh, But, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I think uh, there probably is a better match down the line. But I I thought this served its purpose. It protected Sakoa. It gave Grimes that win. Also, with Grimes kind of getting the win by, even though the outside interference wasn't his fault... Uh, if they ever wanted to lean into the booze, he's getting, like if they start getting more and more consistent, it is a bit of a cheeky way for him to win it. So it, you could pivot that way with the character. Uh, although for me, he's working as a baby face. Ooh, um, so you're saying Grimes should turn heel eventually. Well, I'm just, if if these boos continue, like if, if it starts getting, we, we've seen it before, like when Johnny Gargano was getting a lot of negative reactions when he was a baby face, eventually they just turned him. So I think having him win by like nefarious means, even though it wasn't his doing, uh, it is something that they could lean into if they wanted to. Um, and and Mello, like I think the, this crowd love Mello and Trick, like they And unless you get like a bigger heel uh, to go against Grimes, I think the crowd are going to lean to Mello in this feud. I think Mello will retain the title. From yeah, I think, I think so. I think they wanted to give Grimes that kind of moment at the uh, stand and deliver, but uh, I can see Melo uh, getting this back pretty soon.
3: Melo don't miss.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Vic Joseph is running down the gauntlet match, explaining that the uh, titles have been relinquished and will have a tag team gauntlet as the main event to decide who will be the new NXT tag team champions. When he's interrupted by Grayson Waller, who says we should have been handed it anyway because uh, they were meant to have the match against MSK this week. And Sanger's pissed about it. So he's going to destroy everyone tonight in the gauntlet match whilst I stand on the apron and look handsome. Sincerely, your new NXT Tag Team Champion. Um, so Waller kind of teasing. He's still in the sling that Sanger, the big man's going to win them the titles tonight and he'll kind of pretty much do nothing.
3: <laughs> I was, I was worried Sanger was going to spoil the main
2: event. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was you that him you know. or was that, was that him or was that, uh, was that Veer? Was that Veer. It was, because they were in
3: the tag team and it was, that's, that was probably the last time they were a tag team when that happened. Yeah. It oh, was it spoiled was. spoiled yeah.
2: Keith Lee winning the thing. Yeah. Good stuff. It was one of the, it might have been Sanger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we get a promo from, the Creed Brothers with Malcolm Bivens, Diamond Mine, and says that... Uh, Bivens says, pretty deadly attacked the Creed's from behind and destroyed our dojo. They're pretty stupid. Oh,
3: this line was amazing. He's like, you, you destroyed our shit, you spray painted, you destroyed our dojo. Pretty deadly? You pretty stupid.
2: Pretty stupid. <laughs> Great line. says, this is an NXT UK and we will beat your ass. Uh, Brutus says, "Tonight we will kill two birds with one stone as we win the titles and like beat you guys up." Julius says, "Pressure makes us stronger. We are going to right a wrong and beat you up, diamond mine forever." And then the creeds pick their number from the tombola, and uh, they seem happy with their draw. Bivin seems a little oh, all right, but Julius and Brutus say we wouldn't want it any other way. So mm. kind of indicating that they've probably got the number one slot.
3: I uh, I'm praising Malcolm Bivens because I mean he's always amazing when he talks. He's helped these guys so much. I mean, there's there's no Eve, there's no Roddy and there's no Ivy here as well. It's just him talking for these guys but then like throws to them which allows them to talk and i thought who ended it was it julius who was talking about the the pressure and kind of using you know like the words diamonds and stuff and he's like we apply pressure and i thought i bought i thought they actually sounded great but i love i love they're they're becoming an actual like working well-oiled machine finally after watching this thing uh like from time it's finally actually clicking and working and i think biven's especially with these two is just a, a great team. Like you're almost happy that he finally found something that I think he yeah. got comfortable in like diamond mine forever is a great catchphrase as well. Uh, and this is when I have to, you know, plug a boy. He, Malcolm Bivens is doing a, what a comedy show uh, in, in, okay. in New York or something. I saw him tweet. I, I, I assume, I think Sino said he was going to maybe try to go to that, but I mean, yeah, good
2: for him. I, I thought they all sounded good here. Yeah, me too. And and what I like with Diamond Mine is you've got Roddy who is I, I mean, I, I think the whole faction are babyface now. But you see Roddy as can lean a bit more heel, depending on who his opponent is. And I think Bivens can do that either way. He's so funny on the mic, but can be he can run down good guys or run down bad guys and just whatever the feud kind of needs, uh you can flip Bivens either way. I um, mean, you thought you all thought you all laughed. You all
3: thought Diamond Mine was
2: done when we lost Tyler Rust.
3: Oh, no, no. You thought there was no way. How could you bounce back? I thought way- NXT was done when wrestling, we lost Tyler Wrestling, Rust. Was, oh, done wrestling Tyler was done when Tyler Rust was gone yeah. and outed from WWE and Diamond Mine. But look at them now, shining. Shine bright like a diamond.
2: I mean, Bivens is so... I hope he gets a call-up one day. This team. Call them like, they gotta call up. they got to be after this the I think there run. were so many people uh, Bivens could help as being a mouthpiece. Um, I think, yeah, you look at what Heyman's done with people. MVP, I think, has, has like made Lashley so much better. Yeah. Um, I think Bivens absolutely has that in him because uh, he's so entertaining or whenever he's on the screen. Well, NXT champion Bron Breaker comes out. He says, Joe Gacy wanted to send me a message. He wanted to get my attention and he got it. Uh, by the oh, way, yeah. the Emperor's alive. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I just remembered that his dad got kidnapped. Wow! I for completely. I literally forgot that until I watched it, and then forgot again until you just said it. But yeah, hey, yeah. the emperor's alive. No, they should have done Every- that on a Twitch
2: stream, or uh, <laughs> yeah, should just done it in the scroll at the beginning. Rick's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just letting everyone know he was fine. He, he
3: He's was found, all right. He was found twenty <laughs> minutes later. The cage wasn't <laughs> locked. The tape wasn't yeah. that tight. There was yeah. food and water. He was fine. <laughs> yeah. The, ki- yeah. The, 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 the radio's on. The windows are down. <laughs> He's listening to his favorite song. The dog <laughs> face gremlin's fine. <laughs> uh,
2: Bron says, my dad is safe and sound, but no one messes with my family. My dad gave 20 years this business and is a hall of famer in this business. So how about you come out here and see who the real tough guy is when you're standing in front of me? And then we see Daisy outside No you didn't uh, see
3: him yet But you could hear that you knew He was standing in front of a fire You could yeah. hear the
2: fire I was like
3: this motherfucker crackle. This motherfucker is going to be standing in front of a fire isn't he And lo and yeah.
2: behold um, Harland is on holiday I guess But Daisy's uh, there And yeah there's this He's in the woods Creepy purple lighting creepy There's a Joe. fire He says sorry I can't be there tonight it was a real pleasure getting to know your father as it allowed me to get to know you better. The reason why you are so tough is because your father took a beating like a man, but he left one thing behind and he holds up his Hall of Fame ring. And he says, uh, think of all those birthdays missed, those roads travelled to put food on the table. A family can only be tested with fire. <laughs> and he throws the ring in the fire and <laughs> Just ha! <laughs> yeah we we
3: finally reached the the part of the Joe G- Gacy character where he does maniacal laughing just yeah doesn't it's it's gone from this this character mind you he has a second part of the promo which i think they should have just put it all in together it maybe would have mm. made more sense but yeah, this was just this whole just from the the start of this whole thing with Braun being like, so my dad's fine. Got kidnapped last week, but he's fine. And Joe, like, come stand face to face. And then Joe's just now standing in the fire in the woods. And it's it it seems a little uh, cookie cutter from kind of what Joe Gacy was before. But, yeah, it seems like a big step down from for Braun. Clearly a TV program.
2: Massive step down. I mean, all we had was that image of Rick tied up you wanted to see something of like that was the cliffhanger just to be like oh yeah my dad's fine have you can show a clip from what happened last week when nxt went off the air and having bron find him and gacy running off or something like that i don't know it it seemed really lazy and what i mean it's cookie cutter it was this so basic, character yeah. is just so it's just gone back to generic creepy evil guy um and I think Gacy's a a good performer, right? Like I, I do enjoy his performances from time to time. But we're just—I'm out of it now. Like they've completely moved away to what this character started as already, and it's yeah, it's just not interesting at all. He he stole his dad's ring, and he threw it in fire, and it's really funny. Apparently, <laughs> just <laughs> laughing. That's when it like
3: that's when it. Goes it's it's the Doctor Evil bit where they just continuously laugh for no it's it's got to that it really is. and it's gotten to that really look it took Seth Rollins like nine years to get to that laughing bit okay mm. and Joe thinks he can just pull it out his first year doing the gimmick no you got to work until you, you get that lazy to do the I'm just gonna laugh and do that it'll work
2: and it's just not a an interesting feud for Bronn I don't think um, like Bronn's gone off from. He's faced what Gunther, Ziggler, Champa, and now Joe Gacy, who kind of was just like like losing to a bunch of people not long ago.
3: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you had to do the the whole kidnapping thing. If you're gonna continue, the character of Joe Gacy is that he's like kind of like this woke warrior. Now he's more broke, but it feels like you could have had Joe confront Braun and Rick. Harland somehow like what boots Rick in the face or something. I'm not sure. Maybe they didn't want to do bumps with him or something, but you have that happen where then Braun is so pissed and he wants to rip the head off of Joe Gacy or or Harland or whatever. But then Joe is like, Oh, like, you know, you're so toxic masculinity, all this stuff. Like, I'm sorry, Harland. I don't know how, I guess it's hard to, with that character, Harland wasn't on the screen on this episode, but it's like, how do you turn the woke guy when his buddies? Dist- beating people up, so I guess there's a, a disconnect there. But but then we say that that character's moved on from that. He has a second part of the promo show. I mean, should we just discuss that part of it now? Because I mean, like he does change what
2: he's saying. He then goes into like a completely different. S- story. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll hop to that. He he goes on later in the show to say we are a society who lives through social media and emotion. A society ran by public opinion, not court of law. Truth is what people believe, not what people know. Uh, People don't know what they want until you give them exactly what they need. Now, Bron can't carry the weight of this brand on his back. I'm the only one who can run this brand. Bron is too emotional. Look what I managed to do to him in just two weeks. I made him angry in one moment and desperate in the next. I will control your life but I may hold on to one thing. And he picks up the, the, uh, the ring. ring out of the fire with our barbecue tongs yep. and, and puts it on his finger as he winces. It looked like blood was, was trickling down as well. Um, it, well, it had
3: a sizzle sound, like you know, when yeah. you had a Korean grill and you put the meat on mm. the thing. It was, it was burning. Do you think the ring will like burn his finger and like stick to him? It should, yeah. And they it's, can't it's, take it off? It's boiling hot metal, yeah. Hall of Fame Joe Gacy? <laughs> yeah. And
2: now he starts winning his
3: matches because he can't take the ring off. Well,
2: pro- probably it's going to be the the MJF thing, isn't it? He's going to be using that I ring. don't...
3: I don't know. I'm not a doctor or anything, but I don't know if the ring would actually stick to his hand. Because it's like... It would just eventually burn his hand but it's not gonna like meld w- well to it depends it. how it depends how hot the metal is oh, that's an interesting uh let us know someone yeah let, someone let us know <laughs> would that would that work but yeah here's joe gacy like hey i kidnapped your dad it was he, it was a pleasure hanging out with rick what do you think rick and joe gacy and harlan talked about when they all were hanging out in that cage wrestling i don't know <laughs> journey songs or something but yeah joe gacy basically here now saying social media and all this stuff it's like he's basically saying what a lot of people have been saying about issues going on and the backstage wrestling stuff it's like what why is he all of a sudden saying this that has nothing kind of do like how how are the are they meshing this with what he's doing and then all of a sudden goes oh yeah this ring is really hot and then puts it on it's like wait what
2: yeah it didn't like it did i didn't see the correlation between the two because he he talks about yeah society it's like public opinion rather than court of law but then talks about bronn being the the face of this brand and leading it I, i didn't see where it married at all um it's yeah just buzzwords it was really weird Damn. Yeah, I, I didn't really get this at all, and I can't say I'm interested in this feud. So, and the, it's just, it's just, what the thing is. What it's going to do is it's going to make Bronn look weaker. Like, think, think of all those baby faces who went up against the fiend and just looked ridiculous coming out of it. Like, it killed Seth for the longest time because yeah. he had to play scared to this guy. I don't think, and Bron I, I worry though. Well, I hope not, but he is just going to look like an idiot, I think. He wants if, the, if, he's wants he got
3: to beat him and take the ring off his finger for his dad. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, hopefully this is just a short-term feud, but I see this being a... I don't see us going to the match in like two weeks. I think this is going to drag out for a while, unfortunately. Great. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this, this didn't do it for me. <laughs> 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 we go to the Toxic Lounge... Uh, where we got Toxic Attraction with Mackenzie Mitchell. And Mackenzie asked him, how does it feel to be the ladies who hold all the gold in NXT? And while well, Mandy says, that Dakota Kai has a lot of voices in her head, but none of them are whispering that she can take this from me. We're not just the attraction. We are the measuring st- stick, the gold, the beast. Um, pretty, Um Pretty short and sweet here. Uh,
3: I've decided that uh the baddie section is better than the Toxic Lounge. Toxic Lounge? It's a sa- yeah. I think I've decided it's a sad Toxic Lounge. Like me and you could ball out at a club for like three bills and it could probably look more popping than this. Like where's – they need more of the, the servers. They need to always have champagne, some bubbly, some ice. They need mm. to, They need to up it. Or like film vignettes that they're like – I don't feel that they're actually – a big deal anymore because they keep just saying the same things. I know they just won the titles back, but I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not so much believable
2: now. It feels like, I mean, you you and I, when, when we'd go out, like when it was just patios and we could only go to patios and you weren't allowed to mingle with people, we'd do it. And then we'd be like, why are we doing this? We, we hang out and drink with each other anyway. If we can't see anyone else, what's the point? These three girls, they're with each other all the time. If you're going to go out and have something fancy, yeah, you need all the servers and and make it different so you're at home now i'm with you it's a little a little sad uh i don't know what's sadder, this or uh what was the the hurt business lounge they had with those those women that would just dance to no music oh no those are great they'd all that look miserable but there was one who like just loved life <laughs> uh <laughs> Need yeah, to bring them back for the toxic know, lounge yeah
3: i don't know what's that if i thought you were gonna say if that what's sadder that or joe gacy's barbecue but yeah <laughs> a lot of sad things on nxt
2: well, jacket time are getting ready for. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> jacket time are getting ready for their match. It's going to be Kashida versus Von Wagner. When Von Wagner attacks them, no, and he power bombs Kashida into a what well, a load of bins, just out of sight, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Out Kashida here, just beating and him up then him, recycling him. This jacket's, going, says,
3: this jacket's going to the thrift store.
2: <laughs> and Stone says, looks like there's no match tonight. ha 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 ha. It wasn't quite um, Gacy laughing, though. No. 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 Then during the commercial, Bron got in his car to drive off to try and find Joe Gacy. And he says, get this camera out of my face. I got nothing for you. Get that camera out of my face. Got nothing for you. Well, after the break, Von Wagner and Robert Stone are in the ring. Von Wagner says... Uh, sorry, Robert Stone says, It looks like jacket time has ran out of time. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> what this man has just done to those two, you're never, you're never going to see him again. These guys, they're done. Uh, this is Von Wagner's world and you're just living in it. And then a pissed off looking Jiro comes out. But he's like clutching his ribs. He's all kinds of hurt. And he just kicks Wagner out the ring... Goes to attack Stone, who just rolls out. And Giro says, Ickermann is pissed. So Ikerman is going to kick your ass right now. And we get a referee in the ring. We go to it. Dream match. Von Wagner, Ikerman Giro. And yeah, this is a really fired up, pissed off Giro. And he's getting uh, a bit of offense in. He's hitting some punches in the corner. And then Wagner just plows him down with a clothesline. There's some headbutts, an elbow drop, a fallaway slam where Giro just goes flying across the ring. We then have a bear hug from Wagner, goes for a backdrop, but Giro lands on his feet. He starts firing up with some kicks. He's doing his jacket punches, uh, knee to a head that just drops Wagner and then followed up by a super kick. Giro then climbs up top, hits the swanton, but Wagner kicks out. And then Giro gets a little distracted by Stone and turns into a big boot, followed by the Death Valley driver from Wagner for the win.
3: Yeah, I thought that Giro's, like, aggressive offense looked better than, than usual until he starts using the jacket as punches. I'm like, this would be the time you don't need to use the yeah, jacket punches. How, however, the enziguris and the super kicks and the stuff off the top was pretty good for, like, a quick little match here i'm not saying this is an interesting story whatsoever but uh i I have another gripe with von wagner and it's his finisher it's like the worst death valley driver ever it's like doing it on on, on like your younger sibling and you don't want to hurt them on the bed so you're like all right i'm just gonna you know you don't he like it's almost like an angle slam but it's not like it it doesn't look like it hurts at all uh actually but uh but i was just so distracted by von Wagner's gear because he looked like hangman Von Wagner he had like the vest and like it was kind of a cowboy ish look for him I thought but yeah, yeah his,
2: his gear still isn't hitting for me at all what um, is hitting with Von Wagner yeah yeah, uh, it's really not um, no it was nice to see kind of a different side from Jiro. I agree with you about the jacket punches but nice to see him like taking a match seriously and actually being fired up about something um so I assume Wagner's just gonna murder Kushida next week. Or maybe that's it. Kushida's done. He's just been put in the trash by Wagner.
3: Damn, I hope not. Mm. Well, I mean, afterwards there's that bit where he throws Jiro.
2: Yes, so after the match, Stone tells Wagner to finish him, and Wagner looks in the crowd and sees the the blonde lady who's been talking with them. <laughs> the blonde. Just stood lady. there. What, what what's her name? Sophia, something Sophia. Sophia Cromwell. Cromwell. Like, okay. Yeah, like the witches. And she points and kind of nods. It's very like Lana, like Rusev Crush like instructing Wagner. So he picks up Jiro and just launches him into the crowd. Uh this was pretty cool. This was a cool spot and the crowd like kind of went uh enjoyed this.
3: Yeah, I mean like they had they clearly had the first few rows there
2: as plants that they... No. That they, like... No, really? ...taught them. No, like, these were these were paying customers, no?
3: No, just because the way you said... Yeah, he just throws them with the crowd <laughs> <laughs> Just onto some kids. Uh, Izzy's dad got a boot in the face. It's fine. No. Uh, so, like, it, it did... The visual looked cool, but yeah. Uh, I I still think there's... You gotta find some sort of character for Von Wagner. And I don't mean poker players or woke people or anything like that. I just... Just him having a line that is, it's Von Wagner's world and you're just living in it means it's the absolute drizzling shit. Like that is, mm. if that is the best you can come up with for this character, like that is not a good sign. However, I still, I still think the wrestling is, is somewhat there and I think he, there's still lots of room for improvement. But at this point, it's definitely like a, uh, a funny the, segment every time. He's the on problem
2: TV. is he's not impressive looking enough. You know, like, if you're going to have your monster heel who doesn't speak and has a mouthpiece, you need them to be really... Like, I think Omos is awful, but just look at the height of the guy. You know, he does stand out. The guy's, like, eight foot tall or whatever. Wagner just looks like another bloke. And his gear looks shit. And he looks like... He looks like a bad core version of someone else. You know, like, whereas... Brock Lesnar, when he first came in and had Paul Heyman with him doing all the talking, the guy just looked like a monster. The moves he was hitting on people, just destroying these jobbers, looked cool. Um whereas we've we saw Wagner already as like the baby face, he had his run with Kyle, and now it's just He he doesn't have it for me unfortunately look definitely not it's definitely not working right now but, and it's yeah. just having a manager talking for him isn't enough i and, think he's and, really and, he's really got to find something and that's to the worst part stand that's, out.
3: that's the worst part he finally has a mouthpiece and what does the mouthpiece do we know robert stone's a good talker and all he does is say the same thing bond's been saying oh it's we're just living in it that's it's terrible yeah. it's terrible yeah it's funny
2: take off yeah. the, take off the vest. <laughs> Just, I, I don't know. Just what? change that.
3: Why do people The hair's think- not
2: working. The the, the I think the long pants don't work with him. It's, I don't know what you do with this guy. Just-
3: Yeah.
2: I, I, we need a day with him. We just need a day with a wardrobe and try different things. No, you know? that's
3: what they should be doing with him and Robert Stone. Robert Stone, this vignette should be him like Vaughn. Instead of wearing this these this shit gear you've been wearing, we're going to go. I'm going to take you. We're going to, you know, Beverly Hills or wherever, somewhere nice in Florida. And, like, it shows him style. I told you, I won't rest until Von Wagner is in a decked out, like, suit, nice pants, and lovely shoes with no socks. Gold chain come Tuesday. That's the gimmick that he's got to... Go, go for
2: it. I mean, he's looked all right in a suit. Exactly. But it, it's his ring gear. You can't wrestle in a suit. Let's go. Um, uh, I will not give up on coming. They, they clearly see something in this guy because they've already thrown a lot at him. He's had the the tag team, the Kyle run, the yeah. Robert Stone, and now they're like, oh, let's let's give him a hot blonde as well to add to it. It's just, yeah. But it's all dressing, you know, for like just. Not much substance.
3: And, like, if that's what's the story is you listen to her and not Robert Stone already, we just got to, like, you and Robert Stone. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Duncan's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you, a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
1: Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: We go to an interview with Nikita Lyons and she says that a lot of trash talk has been going back and forth. Uh, Lash Legend talks a lot of trash, but I don't need to prove anything to her. The only people I need to prove myself to is the WWE universe when out of nowhere, Lash Legend hits a pump kick to her in the face, knocking her off this chair and says, next time you want to prove someone, prove something to someone, prove it to Lash Legend. And all these producers are like trying to separate them. Norman Smiley's there. Um, Yeah, I mean. I I thought this was pretty good. I I like the. I thought their, their match was a little surprise for me. The other week was a lot better than I thought it would. It, the fuse continuing. I like seeing get someone get kicked off a chair. It was... It was I, I, mean, I didn't mind this. this, this
3: sweet. Yeah, this will be memed and gift and jift and whatever for, for the ages to come. I, I thought this was great. Nikita talking, saying that Lash is athletic as hell, but all she does is trash talk. And I mean, we know, David, that when you lay in trash you're going to stink. So, that, I mean, that, that, does, is, true. that, is, that true. is true. I loved, I, I love this, actually. I think I said last week that you you joked earlier that they, we were having a dream match. This, in fact, is a dream match. And just like Rock Hogan, we're getting Rock Hogan 2 with Nikita versus Lash 2, meaning this yeah. feud's continuing. And we all know that second match was the better one, right? <laughs> no, I actually I actually do... Want, I, I, I liked that match I, last week. I, I enjoyed this... I,
2: Oh, I thought you
0: meant
2: Rob Hogan. <laughs> no, stop there. Don't say anymore. <laughs> I, You know, as long as you have Evanescence for the promo video for it, I'll oh, be yeah, happy. True. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, I, I actually do like this program. I think Nikia Lyons has proved in that match. Hey, even Last Legend, I think, has proved like that match was kind of good. So, hey, why not give them a rematch? Why not give it a feud? Um, I'm I'm kind of for it. And the, the segment is like, again, funny when she gets booted in the face and falls backwards on the chair
2: in the interview. Here. But yeah, good stuff. I'm excited. It seems they have missed a trick, though, with Nikita being the the singer and Lash Legend being the chat show host.
3: Yeah, yeah. I guess they're well, moving. When, I that.
2: mean, you normally you normally have like you know uh Jimmy Fallon or whoever will do his interviews and then have the musical guest, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been how she got bought in. <laughs> yeah, did you see
3: Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon's April Fool's Day thing, where they swap shows without telling anyone? Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was incredible. I I uh, I work in in taking ABC feeds, and I watch Kimmel a lot. And I tuned in the, the satellite at work and it was expecting to see Kimmel on Kimmel. And out comes Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, what? That's fucking crazy. And both shows had red hot chili peppers on it. Like one was filmed earlier in New York or California. But right? I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, nice. Yeah, th- this Nikita thing, I'm, I'm down. Rematch, dream match. Let's go.
2: We get a pretty deadly video package. Uh, I, I don't mean a really good video package. I just mean a video package of the new tag team in NXT, pretty deadly. <laughs> Uh Kit Wilson and elton Prince uh they say we wanted to take over America, darling, take out the big, bad Creed brothers, but those boys they have no jeunesse quoi uh no no tag team has ever won the championship on their very first match, but we're about to make history, yes, boy, and then they they do the tombola, and they also seem very happy, so we assume maybe they drew. The last number. Yeah,
3: they, they, they pull they, they pull something that makes them pretty excited. Whenever I see they don't do the tumbler at the Royal Rumble
2: anymore. I miss that.
3: Yeah, that I used Tumblr, to like that. Nice tumbling wrestling.
2: Having a tumbler, having the matches to decide who who is what place. I it's something I never understand. You've got three hours of raw, two hours of SmackDown every week to fill for a pay per view. And it's just something so easy you can just do. All right, this match is for who's number ten at the Royal Rumble. Best best tum- big pick. Yeah, best tumbler moment is uh, Eddie Guerrero
3: stealing Ric Flair's number from the Royal Rumble out of the tumbler. Shout out tumblers. Yep. Shout out okay. the the Bat Nolan the Nolan tumbler. <laughs> it's
2: are you saying Tumblr? <laughs> Tumblr. Tombola. Tumbola? Tombola. T o m b o l a tum like tumblr
3: no tombola oh i just thought it's a tumblr like you like a, <laughs> i have no i thought you were just saying it because saying it weird because you're british but
2: no, no it's a it's a tombola Unle- unless do, do you call them tumblers i'm thinking like tumblr like the, the blog site tumblr i don't think so <laughs> damn
3: i've been lied to maybe i'm life. wrong maybe you're I- british <laughs> maybe it's yeah. a British thing I don't know anyone anyone in the Twitch films? I legit no, just nice. thought you were saying it weird but like you say like yeah Tumblr the Twitch chat's saying I'm right but Americans are probably tweeting it at this time so I'm messaging it at this time so hmm. yeah tombola. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you were
2: saying it because you know you say so a, tom, a tombola is the thing you, it's like oh we're having a tombola Tumbola. today let's see who's gonna win Tumblr yeah, a tumbler. <laughs> but then we say a tumble dryer. Like tumbler is also a word you that we use. Look, you could be right. But how do you how do you spell tumbola? Well, tombola? Well you normally T O M B O L A.
3: Okay. I searched Tombola and like you're right. You're you're totally right. It's a Tombola. So I've just been saying tumbler for this this whole thing.
2: And I mean I Tumblr making- is a, a word. I'm ty- I'm typing in tumbler raffle. Uh <laughs> Raffle Tumblr. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at that. We're both right. We're both right. Wow. <laughs> See? See that, guys? witches. We didn't,
3: we, didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't resort to to name calling or bad, you know, <laughs> we didn't, like, attack each other. We settled things the right
2: way, realizing we See, were both right. <laughs> I'm back in my homeland for two months and we just don't understand each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to come back with a, a stronger
3: accent again.
2: Yeah. Tombola. I- well, let's move on. We go to the, the NXT Women's Championship. I thought this was going to be the main event tonight um, before, yeah. uh, before they announced it. But yeah, uh, Mandy Rose defending the title against Dakota Kai. Uh, there's a bit of back and forth. Dakota gets uh, Mandy for quite a an ugly looking crucifix for a two count early on. This was weird. Yeah. This was pretty early in the match, but it kind it got my attention. And I was like, Oh, what's, Oh, what's happening there? Uh, yeah. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Dakota then runs the ropes and JC Jane grabs her ankle. Uh, <laughs> Dakota then tumbles <laughs> out of the ring. Uh, Kai hits a high cross to all three of toxic attraction on the outside. Getting quite a bit of height here. Look good. Um, then back in the ring, Mandy hits like an inverted face buster. Um, Dakota comes back with scorpion kick and the double stomp to the midsection. There's then the running face wash in the corner from Kai. Rose catches Kai with a spine buster for a two. Kai catches Mandy with the inside cradle for a two. And then goes to the chiropractor, but isn't able to follow up. Gigi and JC then both get on the apron. Uh Dakota knocks I think it was JC off the apron goes to grab one of the title belts um but turns around and eats the rose trigger from Mandy for the win
3: yeah the the finish kind of took a tombola there because it felt uh like a little messy like she was holding on to the title and then it's the classic hmm I'm just gonna hold the title right in front of my face for no reason as I turn around and eat this kick into the face I was expecting a, a bit more out of this match. Um, I think Mandy hasn't looked, uh, as good as maybe when she kind of first got here in NXT. I thought she, she looked good in that, um, what the stand and deliver a bit better mm. in, in that than she looked here. And especially Dakota, like kind of one of my favorites and a, and a staple here in NXT. I just felt like something wasn't meshing. Maybe the way I thought it was. I think it's the toxic attraction thing has definitely run its course. Toxic attraction is basically recycling like undisputed era and not just because they all have titles and gold and stuff. It's like they do the same spots that, that you know, mm-hmm. Kyle and Bobby would always do for, for Adam Cole, but they don't do it as well. And maybe the timing and stuff doesn't work or something because it definitely looks a little, a little messy. I thought this match did. I,
2: I didn't really. Uh, like, I didn't really like I, this match. I didn't think this was good at all. Uh, I thought both were on just completely different pages, and they were there were a lot of like just sloppy moments. They seem to be moving in slow motion a lot of the time too. And I agree with you about toxic attraction. I'm just so over them. I thought when we saw um, the girls lose the tag titles at Stand and Deliver, that would be kind of the beginning of the. The end of them but it's it's clearly not they're still going with it mandy i think when mandy's in like a tag team or those multi-women matches i think she's i think she's she's good she's got good stuff about her but when it comes to a a singles match i think her weaknesses really shine through i don't think she's good enough to like like marry everything together whereas just a hot burst hitting her like knee strikes and, and power moves and stuff work in a tag match or a four way um, and Dakota, look, I, I think Dakota's great, but I think she is guilty of sometimes having these kind of matches as well where where they just don't really hit. Um, yeah, the, this was really disappointing. And it's just, I don't know who, if it's not, to, like, who's going to take this title off of Mandy? Uh, are we just doing the, the long build for Cora to eventually get that one-on-one? Because I really yeah. don't see who you're going to, have taken off her but i i think it's time to move on yeah i think
3: so too i i i just i i think after the the stand and deliver like being the big special you figured kind of kind of give it a not a fresh paint like nxt 2.0 but like mm. something like a change change in the pace and the title change would have kind of helped and made things a bit more interesting kind of like the north american title but here it's like uh eh, yeah um yeah I guess yeah. J- I think Jade is the one who's taking it from Mandy.
2: Yeah. Uh, Not, I think it, that makes sense. It
3: definitely won't be Raquel Rodriguez taking oh, yeah. it from Mandy. I mean, th- do we pour one out? We lost Champa. We knew we knew Champa's been gone. We've poured one out a few times for Champa because he's been on the main roster now he's officially there and stuff. And so far he hasn't lost his first name or anything, right? No, that they introduced him as new raw star Tommaso Champa. I mean, because we have Gunther now on SmackDown with Ludwig. Ludwig Klaus. Yeah. So Marcel Bartel and Gunther, Marcel now being Ludwig, with
2: Gunther. I'm not going to get mad about Ludwig Klaus because we would get confused about Marcel Bartel. How many times did I say Bartel? Like this guy's been on the roster about four years and we're still like, uh, Bartel, Marcel, Marcel, Bartel. So Ludwig Klaus, sure. Uh but, but no Eichner. Well, it's that's
3: because what we predicted is probably what's gonna happen.
2: To- with Tony D. He's gotta join the family. <laughs> the family meets those Italians. The D'Angelo yeah. family
3: with with Absolutely. Fabian Eichner, Fabio joining Uncle Fabio. D. You know that's happening. You know mm. it. Also, Sino pointed out that Santino Morello's daughter is also signed to WWE okay. NXT. There would be another fantastic face to add there, you know, the whole Ita- Sentino Santino gimmick or something. But yeah, uh the family's gonna grow strong in NXT. But yeah, seeing seeing some of these call-ups, Gunther now on on SmackDown, I hope I hope they, they can do justice with with uh
2: Walter man. I mean he's he's an awesome talent. I don't know why Raquel's changed the name though, because she's already changed it, hasn't she was what, Raina Raina Gonzalez in the Young my young classic and now Raquel Gardensales, and now what Ra- Raquel Ramirez did you say Raquel Rodriguez I think is Rodriguez they, I okay. think I went with yeah which but is yeah like, I
1: what? think
2: I think she was uh due a call up so that that makes sense I think we kind of saw that come in uh, yeah especially with the, them winning and losing the tag title so quick which I'm still not quite sure why was a thing <laughs> Uh, we um, went off.
3: We went off on all these tangents, but we forgot to mention what happened after the match. I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. After the match, Wendy Chu runs down with Super Soakers yeah. and and squirts Toxic Attraction. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's your next future champion. I love,
3: love a good Super Soaker uh, attack. This is how. Like she's so like like uh, what not. I I'm, she's again it's kind of like the orange Cassidy thing it's like I'm not going to come out and attack you I'm just going to come and like spray you with a super yeah. soaker.
2: The thing is, the way toxic re- attraction were reacting to this as yeah, well like, they like it was we we seen you know like the blood or the the like poop or the the orange it should have been orange from yeah. the sky the milk and they're all the milk and the beer truck where they're all falling over this is just water in a Maybe it was In orange sp- soda, and they're like rolling around the place. It's like I'd just be like, "Fuck off! Why are you getting me wet?"
3: If it was orange soda, yeah, but like, oh, it's not it, it Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. I, also, I didn't realize what they they she sprays her the sprays them with a little bit of water, and then like is posing. They they could just be like, "Oh, it's we just got sprayed." That's with what water. I mean. It's Let's beat the shit out of her right now. Let's- Why are they rolling <laughs> yeah. around
2: like falling over? This this isn't. This isn't like a fire engine milk truck hose. This is yeah. a super soaker. This, yeah. this, uh, at this it's, point in the
3: show, I was like, whoo boy, NXT 2.0.
1: <laughs>
2: Good stuff. Uh, we get a quick uh, segment backstage with Tony D'Angelo where he interrupts Legado del Fantasma. And he says, we may have had a misunderstanding last week. If things don't go your way this week, here's a peace offering. And Hans Santos uh, a pretty packed envelope, but Escobar puts it back into D'Angelo's pocket and says respect of La Familia is worth more than that. Mm. Um So but now now Santos has, has disrespected Tony D. So uh, I don't know. I, I think Raul Mendoza's is getting popped next week. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> by Eichner. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna get some sort of family warfare here now. I think we've 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 called it with Tony getting some backup. He's he can't be he's a Don, but you can't be a Don if you don't have a family. So he's got to find family to fight Legado del Fantasma. I thought it was gonna be revealed that Tony gave him this stuffed envelope and then like walks off and then when santos opens it it's not actually money but like a dead fish inside the envelope or something oh it still could be like he could have been like trying to still trick him but what's
2: the not cyanide what's the what's the thing whoa, whoa. giving people with cyanide no you know the (laughs) envelopes that you open what is it the poison I mean, like the powder comes off. That's, that's
3: pretty. That's pretty morbid. But I'm thinking no, more what, so what's like, it,
2: what's it called? What's you know, someone
3: should ask Karrion Kross Cross what he did to Keith Lee in NXT with the the letter the, with the fire, the birthday card that blew up in his face. Yeah. Uh, the Twitch chat says Anthrax. Anthrax. That's the one. Not the yeah, band, and- but that that one song no. is really good. Um, yeah. So Tony's getting the family. We're gonna get Fabio Eichner. We're gonna get uh, what was the other guy's name? He's like an. It was like a car. Ferrari, something Ferrari, AJ Ferrari or something. Oh yeah, AJ Gallanti. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have the whole Italian mobster kind of thing. I want one guy in there though. It's going to be like the Sopranos, I guess, right? Like they're going to go toward lean on that a bit more. But yeah. I like I'd like for their, they they got to have like a Fat Tony, like a bigger guy to like play the old yep. like, you know. You got to get uh a Chris I guess Tony's more of a Chris. Would you say Tony's t- more Tony's
2: of a, Christopher Tony's, but, Tony's yeah, Tony I guess t- though.
3: He wants to be Tony, but... He seems like he's yeah, a bit he, of a
2: Christopher. He's a, he, he's a young Tony. He's a young or Tony, a, or a Christopher. He's a Tony Soprano. Uh, yeah. We need, we need like a Christopher. Uncle, uncle Junior, like an older. Will Santino Morella come in? But like, as the serious older,
0: like <laughs> you come to me on the <laughs> yeah
2: on the day. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty funny seeing Santino as the oldest serious. Like Junior was the most like terrifying one I thought in the Sopranos. Yeah,
3: Santino's going to say to Tony D'Angelo, "You can, You come to me." On the day of my daughter's first NXT match. And you ask me for uh, help in the hand of the family. Yeah. We're, we're going to, this is great. Book it all. Yeah. Fuck this cartoon mobster thing. We'll get back into it. The wrestling won't be that great, but you know.
2: we we very much realize we we we're very hypocritical like we'll, we'll love this one week and the next week be like no this is terrible it, it really depends I'm on not the mood look, but I'm, this week i am into this stuff <laughs>
3: look i'm not looking forward to tony d'angelo's wrestling anymore i'm kind of i think that boat is sh- 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 sailed for a little bit but we now we're talking about bringing in F- fabio Eichner. i mean we know that yeah. guy can go all day and if we're going to mix eichner in with ldf and tony d'angelo hey maybe that could be pretty good but i do want to see them bring in uh that ferrari ferrari can be the the santino guy look this guy up i think his name was aj ferrari but he'll he'll be in the group and then yeah maybe santino's daughter i don't know there's a there's a few nxt
2: italy always yeah forever well this is what i really wanted to talk about cora jade comes out (laughs) she she runs down to the ring hey high fives to everyone Where was her skateboard? No skateboard.
3: Kick, push. She's maybe she's, you know, realized that
2: she can't skate, (laughs) (laughs) skate or die. Yeah. Yeah. She says WrestleMania week was the most important weekend of my life. It was bigger than I could ever have imagined. My parents got to sit in second row and watch me. Believe me, I'm working on getting them front row. I got to get in the ring with three incredibly talented women and I held my own. I did come up short. But I truly felt I was going to leave new NXT champion. Life doesn't always give you what you want and that sucks. I thought I wanted to become NXT Women's Champion. But coming that close, I realized that I need to become Women's Champion. And if you think this is just another promo saying that I need to refocus, it's not. Because I wrote in my journal that I wanted to be Women's Champion and I meant that. And I'm going to make sure my name is up there With the other women I looked up to, like A.J. Lee, Paige, Sasha Banks, Bailey, when we hear the guitar scream. Well,
3: you didn't say, she didn't mention she said the name.
2: Oh, Natalia.
3: A.J. Lee, Sasha Banks, Natalia, and a few others, and then, yeah, then the music hits. Which you always, you always think it's bread at first. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) It's not.
2: And natalia comes out cora jade looks absolutely stunned there are holy shit chance. <laughs> you're not even that's not he's not, you're not being funny no that is legit like this crowd you would lost is, their mind yeah. natalia is in the of me too
3: me <laughs> too <laughs> i lost the, i mean these guys were chanting holy shit what's going on with this crowd here <laughs> losing their this is like Finn Balor just came back to NXT. This is like Nakamura's like, I'm back in NXT. This is like all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Of course, Natalia, lots of history in NXT, one hundred percent. But this crowd reacted as if like, like this the is. Rock the had walked this, in. <laughs> like, no, this <laughs> is this is the Hardy Boys WrestleMania reunion pop of
2: the CWC. <laughs> yeah, that they lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> for Natalia. Um, for yeah. Natalia. <laughs> And Natalia says, Oh, thank you. I love you guys and this building brings back so many memories. Memories of what, Natalia? You didn't train in the PC and NXT used to be in full sale. Hey, You've you know never what? wrestled here. You
3: know what I do apart think-
2: from oh or do you mean uh of the pandemic? Brings back great memories of the empty arena wrestling you were doing during the pandemic.
3: No, uh, to be fair, I do think she trained, uh, helped train people in the PC uh, a lot, and I know that like if it was actually in full sale, that would actually it would mean like you know the same building and stuff. But I think they're just playing off like yeah, in NXT like in general. But the PC, she definitely she definitely helps train people one hundred percent, and and was back then but like yeah i know it, it's the it's kind of like the little things it's like b- great to be that you were she was focused in full sail for quite a while but yeah it's not quite
2: yeah uh cora jade says she's like losing her mind she's going wow natalia you're the boat the best of all time you're my favorite female superstar uh i even have a uh you were the first like women's wrestling figure i ever bought this is surreal to me because I messaged you on Twitter years ago in 2011. I I was at a show and I pointed you pointed at me, and it. I realised I wanted to be a wrestler. And Natalia says I do remember that night, and I remember uh, DMing you on Twitter um, when you had your first NXT match, and that was the first time I saw your DM that you sent me all those years back, and it meant a lot. That I inspired you and that I pointed to the right girl. And Natalia's getting all like emotional here herself. She's starting to cry. It's like Cody talking about his dad. Um, And then she says, more than anything, you have passion for this. And I love that. I have mentored and trained and competed against some of the best, greatest females in NXT history. And I look around backstage and I see the landscape. And I see you are the future, but the future is bleak. Slaps her. Uh, bitch. I don't know if she said bitch, but It probably. felt like she
3: did. She didn't, but like I felt like she did.
2: <laughs> and then really struggled to lock in a sharpshooter, but eventually locked in the sharpshooter. On poor Cora Jade. Yeah, yeah, poor sad Cora Jade at the end here, just crying
3: that she's like, "Whoa, what did I do?" But I, but I love you. Why did you do this? Uh, as as Natty just goes, <laughs> like she's not quite m- maniacal laughing, but she looked like she's got that evil, evil grin. Uh, yeah, I think I ironically just l- love hate this whole thing. I actually did it. I, ha- I'm, I'm so over Cora Jade mentioning how she would write in her notebook. It's like. Like I mentioned, if you, it's like you're you're still super young. You were just in high school like a few years ago. Like it's not like you're talking about like back in the day. I like I know you've been here for a short time, but I think you can move away from from that and mentioning. It's like you can't, she's she's
2: said it twice. She said I just it for stand and deliver, and then this week,
3: like. I, I I don't think she's corny, but when she says that, and especially now twice, I think that's a corny line. But other than that, I still am behind. Like again, she's gotten rid of the skateboard, so she's kind of moving the moving along, like evolving and stuff. I do think like that is just the one corny thing I picked out. But the whole thing is corny here, but I'm I'm kind of for it. Again, I I I want to see this match now. I want Natty to be here and kind of help some of the the younger talent. Like why not? Is it just me or do I get um uh Stifler's mom vibes from Natalia? Have
2: you ever seen American I was thinking Pie? Joan Rivers, but uh, Joan Rivers? Okay. No. Yeah. I
3: love Natty, mm. she's great. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. The boat. Don't disrespect the Queen of Hearts. Uh the boat, the best of all time. Yeah, man. Just just I can't wait. NXT, I have NXT two point is looking up now. We got Natalia.
2: Yeah. Um I I like these stories. Like we've seen it before. We saw with you know. Uh, I, I like those moments when you see people who inspired them. There's that famous like thing of AJ Lee crying when she met Lita at Access. You know we've we've just been talking about Bailey's character on on NXT in 2013 where she's she's facing her her idols and people she looked up to. And I think Cora Jade, it it does seem very genuine. She is young. She does seem a fan. She absolutely would have looked up to these people. I think she comes across very genuine. I think, I think it's cool that Natty's here, um, but I do think she's a terrible actor. Um, and I thought, considering you've got someone who's been in this company for years and Cora Jade is outperforming you, in my opinion, in this... In this scene you had here, um, I just find, yeah, you you said it like she didn't have the maniacal laughter, but it was very pantomime cloak and dagger villain here. Um, I popped at the but, slap. I love. I love. I love the the
3: future. Oh, I bleak. found it. I've, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's what I'm I saying. Laughed.
3: Like that's what I mean. I'm like, oh man, this is not. This is not good. But I I love it because they got me
2: with the slap. You knew she was gonna do that. But it was I'm good. looking forward to the mat. I, yeah. I think I think this is good. This is a good kind of um, distraction for Cora. And actually, if this is something you can do until you build up to that title match. It maybe it won't just be Natalia she faces. Maybe. She can face a, uh, a Bailey, a Becky, a, a Bailey, a Sasha, a Naomi, whoever um, can come down and have a match with Cora. Like, I think this is a, a good thing for Cora Jade. And I think that uh, I am looking forward to the match. I just didn't think Natalia's performance was, was great. Uh, I have Natalia
3: Neidhart uh, autograph headshot. Uh, from a WWE like access or some signing on our fridge, I dug it out. Uh, for, I got so excited. So during commercial yeah, we, break, I, yeah, we have it on our fridge now. I remember that I was on our old fridge. I can today. see it right now. I'm I'm looking at you, Natalia, the Queen of Hearts. I, I'm excited for this match. It's not even. We're gonna see a little her again briefly on this episode. But yeah, Natalia, yep. Natalia Neidhart, the boat is in NXT yet again. I mean, she has history here with the whole. I'd say with that whole Charlotte feud uh, which i i really loved back then so i mean yeah why not bring if she's not doing anything else why not i think she genuinely will help uh not just on screen but like behind the scenes will help uh, a lot of the talent there nxt was always praised for the women's division and we just had the women's title match a few segments ago and we were kind of saying "Ah, i felt not as as you know hitting those levels that we used to have here in nxt and maybe you know with the new crop and new talent with some guidance can can lead to some some good stuff maybe the future isn't bleak like
2: natalia said maybe not well there, there was that tweet ceno put out the future is bright the nxt women right i mean i i like the story as well because now
3: core is like damn i looked up to this this woman and she just slapped me like i guess never meet your heroes right
2: yeah it's true uh we see Briggs, Jensen and Fallon getting all fired up before the uh the tag team gauntlet but we have a bit of unfinished business to get to with Draco Anthony versus Zion Quinn. You know
3: you did notice that Briggs and Jensen did the Briggs and Jensen thing but like in a different way. Did you know? No. So you know how what their thing is is when they f- finish each other's
2: Sentences, yeah. So
3: it had one of them go, like, we're going to win tonight, and then it cuts to the other one, we're going to win tonight, and then they kind of do the the back, like, they were still doing right. it, but, <laughs> like, more yelling thing. And then we have Fallon, these guys. Fallon, who just is there, not Jimmy Fallon, but Fallon, the bartender, who's not really yeah. a bartender anymore, I guess, but... Yeah, these guys should just go I don't to the I don't game. think
2: those contracts are that much. He probably bartends on the side it's a good, it's a good it's good uh bit of extra cash bartending. I'd be more interested in these
3: guys like going to the bar every week, having a pint in a fight, uh going riding the the mechanical bull, but they got a title match tonight. I mean, aren't you excited for your boys? They got a shot.
2: I am. Yeah. Could they be the the new NXT Tag Champions? Champions. <laughs> <laughs> We go to Draco Anthony versus Zion Quinn. Uh, this came about last week. Draco Anthony's been targeted by Joe Dacy. Zion Quinn's had his back, and Draco Anthony basically said, "Hey, you stop telling me what to do. I don't need you to look out for me." Uh, Quinn changed his gear up here. He looked like he was. It looked like he forgot his wrestling trunks this week. He was just he was just wearing jeans. black jeans with like the knee pads and. And boots over it, whereas usually I, I, I've actually thought his gear's been pretty pretty nice. Um, yeah, it, I, think, I think
3: you might be right. Uh, I don't know the story, but I, I wouldn't see why you would change from the gear that already looks good when now you're just wearing jeans. So maybe he perhaps you know lost his gear or something. Yeah.
2: Um, there's a big deal from Quinn. Uh, Anthony then mocks the Samoan War Ritual. Uh, which pisses off Zion. Yeah, Uh, uncalled for, uh, Draco. Yeah, just disrespectful. Hits him with another Beal, a clothesline, a shoulder block, a Death Valley driver, and then Quinn hits him with, it's kind of like the Superman punch, but with a forearm. It's like a running forearm to the face. But he doesn't go for the pin, waits for Draco to get back up, hits him with another, and then a third. And uh, Zion Quinn puts Draco Anthony with ease here. And he looked still really mad at Draco disrespecting him here.
3: Yeah. I didn't think much of this match. I don't know who has the worst death Valley driver, Von Wagner or Zion Quinn. It's not even, it's a Samoan drop. It's not really a death. Yeah. It's kind of like the Ryback move. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I'm super interested in the story, but the match. Yeah. I mean, his finishes are running for that like everyone does in transitional moves, but because he does it with more force and aggression, I guess it's a, a finish, but yeah.
2: I, di- I didn't think it looked bad, the forearm. Um, yeah, Quinn is someone I quite liked in his early matches he had and then had the weird dancing stuff with Robert <laughs> Stone and all that. Um, I think there is potential with him, um, but they seem quite hot and cold on him, and you can't really tell too much with these kind of just quick squashes. Uh, I do agree he needs a better better finish, though, but I don't, I don't mind his forearm. It... I think it would hurt. He looks like a tough guy. <clears throat> we also had a video. I don't know if we
3: that already happened or not. But for
2: yeah, that's up next. Yeah, well, we'll go for it. <laughs> Yeah,
3: Nathan Frazier. They say is coming to NXT 2.0. So Nathan Frazier is the former Ben Carter. Yeah, right. So he's making his way from NXT UK over to 2.0. He says he's ready to make a name for himself. He did in the UK, but he's got a one-way ticket to 2.0. And you're gonna see what we're all about, and I'm I'm pretty excited. There was some buzz about this guy uh, a little while ago. He has been putting on some some good matches on in NXT UK if you do watch that show. But uh, yeah, bring him here. He's one of what? Seth Rollins helped train him.
2: Oh yes, that's right.
3: And um, he was gonna be like he he wrestled in AEW and there was some buzz, but I guess he chose WWE.
2: Yeah, I. I don't know if this... Well, I think there was uh, visa issues with him okay. uh, to start with, so that's why he did NXT UK. I don't know if this is going to be a permanent thing or just, you know, we've seen Ilya pop over for well, a few he, weeks. We've seen A-Kid pop over well, for a few Well, no, weeks. He, he said one-way ticket. So, I mean, oh, he ain't okay. going home. Oh, interesting. Needs, yeah. they, you need uh, to hype I mean, him up for the, the this is, yeah. This is a talent to watch. So, um, yeah, that that's good stuff. Who would you like kind of first match to be with? Uh, well, I don't think
3: first matches, but I think eventual matches that we need to see is Nathan Fraser versus Carmelo Hayes, Cameron mm-hmm. Grimes. Uh, there's a few. There's a few people. I feel like NXT. Two. I'm trying to think of who else we even have now. That's kind of he'll beat Roddy pretty early on. Roddy. Right? He's in the UK now, though. He just had that match oh, with Dragonov. I but- think he's
2: back now, isn't he? Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Well, he wasn't on TV today, so yeah. No. But yeah, Nathan Fraser coming soon.
2: Yeah, exciting. Uh, Natty then walks past all the women in the back and Tatum Paxley goes up to her and says, Look, I've been trying to prove myself to Diamond Mine, and if I need to step up to the boat to prove myself, I will. Natalia goes, You got it. And as for the rest of you, the boat is here (laughs) and you're on notice. Ooh. Um, The boat. Hilarious. Hilariously bad. Love it Um, so much. Love it, love it, love it. We go to Indy and Persia, who are with their men, Dexter and Duke. Doofus. And Indy and Persia are talking, and they kind of agree that they think their men should team up together to enter the tournament, to enter the gauntlet. And Duke says, Ah, I don't want to team up. Uh, with him and they're like why well look at him and Dexter's just looking awkward the whole time Indy kind of talks them into it and Dexter puts his thumb up what was the point of this because they didn't enter the gauntlet no not to enter the gauntlet but like to be a team like we could have been a team and we
3: could have been I think that's oh, okay. what they were trying to say I don't know, I, don't know. Right. I, I, I didn't even write notes for this segment dude so yeah <laughs> i didn't like it i think a, a i think now a tag team? yeah you know what in a strange way that's probably the better route i think so yeah honestly why not i think we i joked about dexter should be joining the the new brood or something but like if not then hey then then why not it makes way more sense because if you're going to continue mean, the the goofiness of the the stuff we've seen so
2: far like no dead on dead on arrival the odd couple thing usually works as a tag team, it normally does. Get Will over. they get and along? I, I, Can they? And co-exist? I think Dexter's. What we were saying the other week, he's like quite good in short bursts for like those, you know, a hot tag for Dexter coming in that kind of thing. So, I think this could be better for them. Um, yeah. yeah. And next week we get we finally get that Saray versus Tiffany Stratton yes. rematch. Yes. He's building to
3: one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I love. But- I love it. We go to the main event of the evening. It's the NXT Tag Team Gauntlet Match uh, to determine the new NXT champions. We start off with the Creed Brothers, who drew number one against Legado del Fantasma, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. Brutus just launches Raul immediately, who counters this into a dropkick to Julius on the apron. And then Wilde just leaps over the top rope to take out both members of the Creed Brothers there's then a great springboard somersault sent on to Brutus from Wild for a two and then the Creeds both lock in like tandem ankle locks to Legado. Uh, Brutus starts clubbing down on Legado. then there's a power bomb to Wild but he kicks out. Wild comes back with a 450 splash but Brutus breaks it up. Logado then go for their finish like the 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 high low but with the was it like the clothesline and the leg sweep yeah but Brutus grabs Wilde's ankle and then there's this assisted slam into the lariat from Julius for the win Um, I thought for the first match of the gaunt I I really enjoyed this one I thought uh, Joaquin Wilde in particular really stood out for me. In this first one.
3: Yeah. I mean, there was some fast paced stuff early on, especially with the like there was like with the toe base to the outside. But there was a cool looking g- overhead German as well. The the brute the the creeds are like really like talented with this wrestling stuff. And I mean, like wrestling, like the actual like grabbing waist lock, throwing people around yeah. stuff like they're they're pretty it looks it looks so natural to them. Uh, that it's not even it doesn't even look like pro wrestling almost. It looks like they're just genuinely throwing people. Whenever you watch clips of that kind of like actual amateur wrestling or whatever, but like it, it looks cooler when they do it on someone like any any member of Legato because they're not they're smaller than them or maybe around the same size, but they can bump for them. Like they can make them look even stronger. So it it was pretty impressive. And 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 of course Legato Del Fantasma always get booked in these like matches where they're helping the other guys get over and there can be kind of short matches but they make the most of that time like you're seeing 450s and stuff here
2: yeah i i always enjoy watching them and i think they're they're almost too good at bumping and stuff that's why they're always put in this position yeah uh but i thought this was really entertaining the first first round then briggs and jensen with fallon henley come out and as i Electra is leaving with Legado. She just pie-faces Fallon. Continuing that feud there. We get a big clothesline from Briggs to Julius. And then on the outside, Briggs and Jensen hit like a sandwich clothesline to Brutus. There's then a powerbomb-chokeslam combo to Brutus through the table. Yeah. And his table's not even cleared. So, uh, just taking him out there, yeah, the announce uh, table
3: gets just busted here. We had this like double choke slam
2: bomb thing. This looked pretty good, taking out it did, yeah, taking out Brutus, yeah, there's then a double shoulder block to Julius, followed by the the double punch in the ropes that uh Briggs and Jensen do. There's then this inverted atomic drop big boot combo from Briggs and Jensen, and then Jensen goes to the pin, but he isn't the legal man. So he tags himself in. There's then a sit-out powerbomb from Jensen, but only a two-count. Briggs lifts up. I think it's Julius on his shoulders. And uh, Jensen comes off the top rope with a knee across the throat. But Brutus breaks up the pin. Uh, Brutus then blind-tags himself in as Julius just collapses to the floor because he is just exhausted from this match. Uh, And Brutus hits his lariat now to Jensen for the win um i thought this worked i i think briggs and jensen aren't my favorite wrestlers in the world but i think for the story of this match actually having these two bigger guys beat down on the creeds and i thought the creeds selling was great they were looking just more and more like knackered as these matches were going on yeah i thought this really served its purpose i thought i thought the creeds looked good at selling This whole, this
3: whole match. I mean, by this point, Brutus was just put through the table. He's absolutely destroyed and somehow he comes back from the dead to break up the pin and then end up, ends up getting the, the win for this part of the match. So the story of them like being beaten down by the first team, they survived that and then attacked from this team. And then they're still coming through. Like, yeah, good, good selling on that part. Look, they looked good. The acting was, is getting better from these two.
2: Now Sanger and Waller come out. Um, Waller still in the arm sling he's he's saying he's just going to be on the apron and let Sanger do all this work because this guy's a monster there's a big boot from Sanger for a two count but then Waller tags in and punches Brutus Revealing that his arm Uh, is fine. Ah, I I said,
3: yes, I said, I said the creeds are acting, but also like, I bet they're, they're, they are like, they just had to do like a full quick match with the first team and a second team. And it's like, then they got to do it again here, third time. So yeah, but yeah, I, I actually, I don't like Grayson Waller and, and Sangha, this team just whatever, but I actually thought the, I, I figured that's what he was aiming to do like why would they put him in this match if he's not going to actually wrestle but eventually revealing oh no i'm just suckering you my arm's fine
2: like it's a good it's it got heel heat good heel heat brutus actually manages to backdrop sanger and then julius comes in and manages to hit his like cartwheel gut wrench suplex to sanger which was really impressive because Sanger's a big dude followed by the lariat and the creeds advance um Sanger, I we haven't seen a great deal of him, but when he's hit like his choke slams and stuff, I th- think he's looked okay. I, I'm I'm grading this on a like compared to you know Omos, Aziz, and Veer. Uh I think he's possibly the best out of those guys. So I would kind of like to see this guy in maybe a few more matches to see what he is capable of, because we could do with a a decent big man. I'm not saying he's going to be any like, you know, die Jack or whatever, but compared to some of those main roster, big lads that they've been pushing. I, I think this guy could be better than them. I um, also liked
3: Grayson Waller's uh, ball shorts and gear. They were nice. Yep.
2: They were nice. Nice. Um, Bivens after this win, like, and just again, crazy, impressive strength here from Julius, like lifting this guy up. Um, Bivens dancing on the outside was pretty fun.
3: Yeah, I I, I didn't Sanga didn't impress me as much because he was doing the like shoulder massage su- submission mm. move. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't. That looks like it probably helps get the knots out from working this long match. But uh, I I didn't I didn't necessarily hate this part of the match, but it definitely I didn't believe that these two were gonna beat the the Creeds. So. No, yeah, but I do. You're right. Bivens is
2: is just great. He works well with this team. Pretty Deadly then come out. There's a double suplex to Julius for a two. Um, it's it's mainly just Pretty Deadly taking advantage of the, the beaten down creeds now. There's a leaping elbow into the corner from Kit Wilson. An assisted gut buster from Pretty Deadly for a two count. Inside cradle from Brutus for a two. And then Wilson just comes in with the knee to the head. They then do this like assisted code breaker where one of them... Like, springs them off of the corner with their knees, and the other catches them with the, uh, the double knee face buster. Then Brutus goes for the lariat to Wilson, but Prince hits him with a knee to the side of the head, and then pretty deadly hit spilt milk, which is uh, one guy lifts them up, the other guy hits the leaping neck breaker. It's
3: a heart attack neck breaker. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the win and new pretty deadly on their first NXT match win the NXT tag team champions to a lot of boos from this crowd yeah it it
3: made sense it, it felt like this match was set up to get that whole angle over like creed's do this whole long match they beat three teams and then just when you think they got it the the bad guys come in at the very last minute take advantage and and beat them kind of easily like it's it it makes sense cuz the creed's now can be in the chase and eventually Hopefully get the titles at one point, but you know what? It's not it's not that bad letting this still sizzle and and boil up here with the creeds like in this chase for for glory here. But I I, I was expecting a little bit more from Pretty Deadly. I thought that tag team finishing move is pretty weak. Uh, a lot of people do this heart attack yeah. combo, and it doesn't look like it's it's quite a, a finishing move but that's just me nitpicking i i mean i i also i just love their gear pretty deadly have the prettiest gear i mean i don't know about you davy but we we got to be scouting for <laughs> halloween costumes and i mean pretty deadly oh boy. how would you describe yeah, i mean
2: they, they'd be easy enough to make wouldn't they
3: it's like it's they wear long pants and they have their colors they're colored and then they have like shoulder pads that are like almost like a not a bra but like part of their thing it's great it works yeah I, I'm not mad at this at all I thought the match itself was pretty good it had four different matches in one
2: yeah I I was disappointed with this last match to be honest yeah I think this is uh showing pretty deadly to an audience who've never seen them before and I didn't like they didn't really show me much to remember them by uh and and I'm sure over the weeks they will But I almost feel that they should have literally just come in. If you're going to do them win this thing, I think they should have literally just come in and got the scraps. You know, do the Sanger then beats down these two and literally pretty deadly run in, hit a kick to the face and one, two, three. Rather than you had a bit of a match here and it just didn't... We don't know what their, their big moves are or anything and... It felt like a little anti-climax, even though I figured this was where they'd go. This is what they always do with the gauntlet matches. You you have a baby face, have a great run, and then the hills sneak in at the end. Um, but it was probably one of the more least interesting parts of the match for me. But yeah. overall, I enjoyed this gauntlet.
3: No, um, no, no. I, I agree with you completely. Like I enjoyed the three matches. It got me hyped. and like Again, you knew that's what was going to happen, but I was expecting like, pretty deadly to kind of leave more of a mark when they just kind of, they fumbled around, there was some back and forth, and then that move, it didn't like kind of solidify it, uh, it didn't feel as strong, but again, I am looking forward going forward where this goes with, the, with this and having a new team in the mix and stuff, but, it's kind of, it's kind of weird when you have teams here already, like James Drake and Zach Gibson, who've been hanging around here mm. forever. Like they, they work really well as heels. Whereas I know you just brought pretty deadly in and they were the attackers and now they stole the gold. Like the story is fine. I just, I wasn't, I think, I think you're right. I think you said it. The, the last part of this match was the least interesting and exciting part of this mm. gauntlet.
2: Uh, I think just, but once again, Showing how good the creeds are, this, this did that job. And I think if there's anything you can take away from this 2.0 era of NXT are these guys that this project is working with the creeds. And I think it does make sense having them chase a little longer, get the crowd to love these guys even more. So when they get that big win, maybe on a, a bigger stage on a, on a special or whatever, it, it feels big. So I think the creeds this really showed that they could go a long time as well they can do a carrier a, like a 20 minutes whatever this was the whole gauntlet and and against all these different styles you know the the luchadors the 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 bigger like strong men the brutes um I, I thought they really impressed and their selling here was excellent
3: yeah like part of me could understand people being like oh why didn't? wouldn't you just give the creeds titles. They were supposed to win them until they changed it to MSK. And then now there's no more MSK and, and relinquished. That is what they said. And and then it goes to this. Like, I, I do think that the chase and the story will make more sense with weeks and maybe even months eventual getting to that match. But I think, I think you could have had a big moment with the creeds winning too, but Hey, I mean, bad guys winning, ah, the story, the show goes on. The story goes on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the creeds definitely a, a, a key point of NXT 2.0 Every week and I think they get better and better.
2: Yeah, uh, I think the gauntlet was the highlight of the show for me. Uh, uh, and, and I, I did get enjoyment. I got enjoyment out of Cora and Natalia. Uh, Even though I thought Natalia wasn't uh, great. I, I did enjoy that segment. The
3: boat. Keep the boat's name out of your mouth when you talk like <laughs> that. Uh the highlight of the show clearly was Natty showing up. But uh but uh I'd say honorable mention highlight of the show is Nikita Lyons. Getting kicked in the face by Lash Legend. That was yeah, a lot good. happening this week. It was a, a great episode. Uh, that's what we thought of NXT this week. We do post up feedback. You should follow the Up Next page on Facebook, but there's also a Facebook group, the Up Next group. If you join it, there's all sorts of chaos and malarkey in there. But we also post up feedback thread, and we will read your uh, comments or questions on this show. And I'm going to read the first one here from Corey who writes in wasn't sure about pretty deadly at first, but I kind of like them now. Mandy Dakota tonight was an absolute mess and they really need to end this toxic attraction experiment because Mandy looked horrid and out of it tonight. Saray needs to win next week against Stratton, especially considering how dire the baby face side with
2: KLR and EO missing. Mm. We go to Jordan who says, I haven't watched NXT on a regular basis since the 2.0 era began. But Veer's amazing performance last night on Raw got me so excited about the future of wrestling I just had to watch this week. Overall, I did not enjoy the show. <laughs> but the normal Norman Smiley sighting made it worth it.
3: Ah, the big wiggle. Yeah. And then Glenn writes in, GYV got robbed of a title match. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. uh, I agree. Justice for the boys. Justice for the lads. You know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys for writing in and listening in and uh, we appreciate you listening to us give our thoughts on some wrestling every week we'll be back of course next week with Up Next uh, but we'll also be back with BD Elite tomorrow chatting all about Dynamite Suzuki Joe Punk Penta there's so much other stuff on that show I'm super excited to, to watch that and chat all about that tonight
2: uh, yeah I, I'm kind of uh, looks like a good show and it's in New Orleans that that would be oh. an absolute right to tomorrow Bray
3: Wyatt, Rotunda, Wyndham,
2: what's his name? Do we need, do we need him? Do we need anyone
3: else? We don't, but yeah, I'm super stoked and I can't wait to do that show. So that'll be on this very free feed as well, as well as shot in the dark, John Cena. 15 minutes or less in a podcast fills you in on a, Roundup of all sorts of different wrestling. But if you want to hear me and Davey chat all about ECW barely legal 1997, well, that is coming out uh, tomorrow on the Patreon as well as more was next. All the Scott Hall best match ever, HBK best match ever, Shane McMahon, Steiner Brothers. We've done so many of those in the past little while. Everything is up there. It's only five bucks for North American championship tier and you get access to like 400 plus podcasts that we've done and we didn't mention but happy birthday to us Davey Portman. Oh yes, because yeah. this week uh we kind of just let it, you know, kind of let it cool cuz no one it's a fourth birthday.
2: It's not even like an exciting. It's not even like five. So, it's uh, I lo- I looked it up. It means uh you know you get like your like ruby wedding anniversary and your diamond anniversary, gold anniversary. The early ones are like shitty ones, like paper and wood and stuff like that. Oh. Fourth is electrical appliances. So if you want to send us an air fryer, uh, I'm all for it. Nice.
0: Nice.
3: That, I know
2: you want a rice cooker.
3: Oh, I got one. No, I got one. It's good. Y- you got, got a new cof- I got a rice cooker and I got a new coffee machine. I'm living the
2: I'm pretty ah. I'm fancy, man. I'm fucking It's great. But I'll get I'll get the air fryer to celebrate our 4th, yeah.
3: Uh yeah, we we started this podcast. Of course, uh, I've been doing NXT shows for quite a while, but 4 years ago is when we kind of did our first show. Uh the mm. the takeover New Orleans. New Orleans. Wow. Crazy. Champa Gargano. And then, yeah, me and you set up on this adventure to do this show, and it's just been a whole whirlwind. So we turned four this week, and we can't say thanks enough to all the listeners out there. We appreciate new and old listeners. And, hey, you want to get us a gift? Get yourself a gift that keeps on giving and support us at Patreon.com because we love being content creators, and we couldn't do it without people listening to us in four years Cheers to four more years Four more years <laughs> uh, Thank you guys uh, It means the world uh, So again go follow us on all the socials And, and all that stuff And uh, yeah we'll be back I myself Brayden Harrington You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram And damn it I'm trying to figure out TikTok So go follow me on TikTok Or if you use oh it or whatever But I post whatever But go follow me at the D as well
2: And you can follow me at Davey Portman.
3: Yeah, well, that's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Shout out Pretty Deadly. And shout out Tumblers.
0: Ahoy! Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21+ and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. One one twenty three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Ohio's this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.